everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ranma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 176. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Avalon. Whoa, 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 stop, 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 whoa, 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 stop. Where did you come from? Oh, Marco didn't tell you? Tell me what? Um, she uh, sent me a little email that I thought she would have told you, but I guess I'm going to have to uh, read it to everybody and explain why she is not here tonight. This better be good. Okay, here it is. Hello, Anime Jam Session Podcast. Mako-chan here. Well, not really here, but you know what I mean. Seems fandoms clash tonight, and while I will miss all you lovely people, Dragon Ball Z movies don't end up in theaters near me all that often. I hope you appreciate my replacement. I had to find someone that could keep the boys on their toes and not let them go too far in their tangents. In other words, I had to find someone just as bitchy as me. Thanks to Avalon for stepping in tonight, and I hope you don't get on her nerves because she has permission to kick ass and take names. See you next week, Mako-chan. That cheeky bitch. I can't believe she <laughs> did that! <sighs> okay. Alright. You know what that means, Ari. Keep us from going off from on our tangents. Challenge accepted. That too. But you know what that? <laughs> oh, watch it. You know what that means, right? What, what? what does this mean? From the top. Hey, everybody! It's time to LOL. Listen out loud. That is. It's time for anime jam session with DJ Ranma S. Mako-chan and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session episode number 176. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Avalon, and that was unnecessary. But it's good to see you, see you again, hear you and all that good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I missed you guys. We missed Aww. you too. And we're so glad you're back, because I know you're, you're getting all ready for Otakon and all that goodness. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish I could be with you guys this year, but I can't. Didn't uh-huh. you say you had no plans on going anyway? I did, but I didn't know Viz was going to announce that they had the rights to Sailor Moon. I didn't know they were going to have the big Sailor Moon event at AX. I also did not know that they were going to go for the Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest uh, Sailor Moon cosplay gathering at Otakon. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, they've been they have been announcing that. So I'm like, what really? Then Usagi Ko and a couple of my sisters who do Sailor Moon cosplay are like, you have to come. And I'm like, I didn't put money in the con budget for this. So if I should happen to mysteriously show up on a Saturday dressed as Artemis, then I made it. If not, we'll have to get the band back together at Catacon. Works for me. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I can't believe this, but 
it seems like almost every every week we've been doing a podcast, breaking news has been happening, and we're going to save that for later. But first, let's kick things off. As always, we are live tonight, week of August 5th, 2014 on the Vogue Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and replays at Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vogue, which is V-O-G. Or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network. An IRC link is there. You click on it, whatever your default chat client is, will bring you right on in. Check-ins are open, they're live, so come on in, earn your points. Um, I think they just rebuilt the pool after uh, Drunami and Dark Tetsuya destroyed it. Uh, they destroyed get, the pool? Yeah, they destroyed the pool. How? Drunami got a hold of the joke book again. Oh. Yeah. That thing makes the Necronomicon look sane. Hmm. Yeah. So, anywho, let's kick things off with how was your week and how was your day? Ari. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, this past weekend, we ended up seeing Guardians of the Galaxy. It was, a, it was a good movie, and my dad was was a making fun because A, it only got two stars, and B, he just knew that Batista was in it. <laughs> I told him that the Rotten Tomatoes ratings are both in the mid-90s for critical reviews and fan response. And it was it warranted its uh, high ratings. But uh, a friend of mine, one of the guys I saw it with, it said, try to, try to picture not Batista as Drax the Destroyer on screen, but just as Dave Batista in makeup. Like, you imagine, like, Batista's the one who's literal-minded that doesn't get jokes or sarcasm or innuendos or metaphors and like that. Oh. So, uh, it actually made it a lot better. <laughs> but, uh, also this past week I've been moving shit back and forth to the, from the old house to the new place. And, oh god, this... I don't know where we keep finding all this shit. But, uh... Hammer space. Uh, the attic, the under the steps, these rooms I haven't been in in years. I mean, these the, the people I live with really know how to make mountains out of anthills. Oh. Let's just put it that way. And my back's been starting to kill me lately, so I'm the only one who can do like the serious heavy lifting, especially when it comes to furniture. Oh. So it's even worse. And, uh, I've been endeavoring to, you know, pack up my shit and move it over to the new apartment. Like, try to get at least one carload or one box, one big box a day. You know, it's to make it easier for the uh, movers. Yeah. Make it less costly, costly for us. And everyone was on board for that at first, but at later earlier this day, I had it. There was a massive hissy fit being thrown, and that was one of the first things I was being cursed out for. So I get to deal with the lying, the hypocrisy, the duplicity upon all that other shit. So the past couple of days, I've just been in a really irritable mood. You're lucky I'm not turning this into a drunken podcast for uh, all well, the wrong reasons. <laughs> well, both of you, both of you, been been having to deal with some shit. So you're both more than welcome to go to the bar. Okay, we have a tab. Oh, oh, I know that, but I still have to get up and go to work in the morning. 
true. Oh, this weekend I'm gonna rub that tab dry, I tell ya. Oh, well, it's a good thing I'm giving you Rob Roberts' platinum credit card for that. Score! It'll be a, it'll, Wait, it'll be a business that's right off. off of you. Say what? <clears throat> borrowed it from him? Yes, I borrowed it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, other than that, it's just been trying to keep my my head on straight and getting looking forward to going to Otakon. That's good. Also, all the shit that came down off my walls it makes my room look like a freaking place at a mental institution. Sounds it like just looks so blank and uh, dreary and drawl. It, it kind of sounds like the first time I moved, you know? When I took all the posters down, it was like, wow. Yeah, all I've got are the scrolls now. That's all I really need or want. True. I remember when I moved the first time with my parents, and they're like, oh, the movers will take care of everything. The movers will take care of everything. You don't have to move anything <laughs> to the new house. Movers show up. I'm getting yelled at because I don't have shit ready. And I'm like, the new house is like three blocks away. I could have been moving stuff on the regular. Yeah, I'm being blasted for being prepared, in other words. And then in the end... Half the stuff came down. They had to shuffle stuff by hand. I'm like, hmm. Fuck this company. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's how Mike Week's been going. Wow. Fair enough, man. You 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 deserve a drink for that. Mm-hmm. Whoops! There we go. Avalon! My turn? Yep. Oh, well, um... Unfortunately, my week hasn't been that good. Um, for those of you that, like... Everybody on the podcast knows about what happened to me and why I was absent, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Like, yeah, like I said on the first couple of episodes, I said it on OLR when they got back. We have the banner rotating for the fundraiser on the VOG Network site and so forth, so... We're all, you have to understand, Vogue Network, we're all a family, so we do our best to look out for each other the best we possibly can. Oh, you guys are the best. Um, but the thing is, uh, right now I'm living at my mother's apartment, and I got the guest room, which is really nice. The, pink, the uh, walls aren't pink, which I can appreciate. Mm. Um, but unfortunately this week I had another very, very terrible um, stroke of bad luck. I had to put my dog down on Sunday. When it rains, it pours, huh? Basically, um, he was—he would have been thirteen today. Well, well, look at it this way: he lived a long and healthy life. For the, for the most part, we brought him to the vet, and he had a herniated disc in his neck and also a growth on his spleen, and there was not anything that we could possibly do for him. They said we could put him on steroids, but that would be just a matter of he'd have to be turned over over and over and over again, and we don't we couldn't afford like the uh, we couldn't afford anything, and none of us had the time because we all worked jobs. And to be honest, my dad was not concerned over the fate of the dog, but that's like a whole other thing that we're not going to get into. Right, right. But he was um he was surrounded by me and my mom and my brother, and we were there to say goodbye to him. For un like when he finally left and um, it was kind of really hard because when you lose a pet like that you're wondering like 
was I a good enough owner? What did I take him for granted? Is he ever going to forgive me for anything that I did wrong? And I'm just glad that he wasn't alone and afraid when he passed. And that's the best we could have hoped for. And none of us wanted to see him suffer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, other than that, I've been kind of keeping myself busy with work and trying to get ready for Oticon, which apparently my boyfriend and his friends have completely paid for my trip. Yeah, I like this song. Sweet. Like the song goes by the loonies, I put five on it. <laughs> I was just completely shocked. Um, my best friend came over and he goes, you need to get on Tiny Chat now. And I just go, uh, okay. So he gets me on Tiny Chat and it's this huge room full of tons of people. And they said, okay, we all pitched in our money and your food, travel, tolls, gas, hotel, and con pass are all completely covered. You're coming and having a good time with us. And I was just like, what on earth is going on? You, you, need, you deserve it. You need it. So... I mean, I don't want to seem selfish, but considering the amount of shit that I've had to go through, I really do need an escape because otherwise my I'm going to lose my sanity. So I'm just glad I have this weekend to look forward to. Plus, everyone went out of their way and did it for you first. You didn't mm-hmm. put up a GoFundMe and say, hey, pay for my trip to Otakon. Oh, no, I would never do that. Right. And the GoFundMe, even for my house to like replace everything, while insurance is going to cover everything, the fact that people went out there and donated money to help us get kind of like started on our yeah. feet while we still have small sums of money coming in, mm-hmm. it's just, I can never ask for that. And I'm just so shocked that people are so generous, and you guys are absolutely amazing. And to anybody who has donated or has shared my GoFundMe on their pages or anything like that. I cannot thank you enough. You guys are the best. You're, you're going. You're going to make me cry. God damn it! Please don't Stop. cry. I'm not. I, I've done enough crying in the past month. I don't need to be making other people cry Stop. because then I'm going to cry. And no, yeah. no. Well, it's not crying. What we're going to do? We're going to give your dog a moment of silence because if we don't. Even if Mako-chan was here, she will find a way through Skype to choke me and control the pause button like so. Yeah, so if a moment of silence for mm-hmm. my puppy Rocky would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that's good. Thank yeah. you, guys. No problem. It's like I said, we're all fair. We look out for each other the best that we possibly can, and that's what we do. As long as you're good to us, we're good to you. That that's how it is, you know. And yeah. And um, like I had mentioned, like back after PAX East, uh, the girls who do ESH before us, what happened was their mom passed like two, three days before PAX East, and. They still went, knowing, you know, what they had to deal with back home, but they went because they needed to get out the house, focus on things, and do other things, and they knew for a fact it's most likely what their mother would have wanted them to do, so I think that was pretty good, and I know that not everybody would be able to do that, but it's something. Yeah. Alright, moving right along. Let's see. My weekend day, it's been pretty good. I can't complain. I don't have to work the next three weeks by myself and my co-worker because my other co-worker doesn't have to do the surgery. So it's going to be the three of us working together, and it's going to be kind of 
civil kind of saying. Um, I, I think I had gone out over the weekend, but I don't remember exactly what I did. I probably was busy doing other random shit. I thought it was just because the weekend was a blur for you. Probably. But... For a different reason than you're probably thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, on the positive side, I did get new batteries for my camera. So hopefully when I go back, when I start taking more pictures before I retire this camera, I won't have the, it, the issue of, with the power and so forth with them. Um, I am now specking out my new laptop I plan to purchase within the next two months. My main goal is to run Windows and Mac OS on it, because I'll be damned if I'm dropping $1,500 on a MacBook Pro. <laughs> that, ain't, yeah. that ain't happening. And that's been keeping me kind of busy at work. Um, I know I... Why do I have this feel? I know I went out and did something this weekend, and I just can't remember what the hell... Now I remember. I had, me and Mako, we went out and went to a friend's barbecue. We kind of hung out over the entire weekend. That was pretty fun. Um, and also, on my way home, there is like this retail, like real estate place. They do listings and stuff. And I'm walking by. And I see like a bunch of desktops sitting there. And I look over and I'm like, hmm. Most of them were Dells. So I can kind of figure out which was a good one, which was a bad one, which was a good one. But I did come across one in a, in a nice generic case. So I picked it up and I brought it home. And I'm going to turn that into my server. It'll give me something to do. Plus, I need to do some more streaming and do some more file sharing. It's just that my files connection is now like 75 megs going up and down. I need to do something with all this spare bandwidth that I got coming out of my ass. <laughs> and I think that's basically it. Oh. We got so much on, in store on the list tonight. Some interesting stuff, some comedy stuff, but all in all, I think you're all going to enjoy it. So we're going to take our first break, and when we get back, we're going to jump into the thicket of things. How does that sound, people? Fine by me. Sounds great. All right, we'll be back.
So, interesting thing just happened. I just got a text from Mako-chan. It seems that a couple of our voice actors want to be on an upcoming episode of the podcast. So, my response to her was this. Have they ever listened to us live? <laughs> Good for them if they have. It's actually bad if they have. They'll probably go run away screaming. See? Give us some faith. See, Avalon gets it. She gets it. <laughs> oh, I ain't stupid. Oh. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> oh. Did she name names? I mean, did she say who'd want to join us? Oh, she did. But I, I like to, pro- I like to protect the names to say, for, for the sake of what kind of sanity I have or they have left. You know. Aww. What sanity do you have left? None when I decided to become a cosplayer. <laughs> I, huh. I still owe the devil some something. And if we go into the chat room at live.network.com, Dr. Tetsuya says, Yeah, you don't want to run them off. Well, we haven't done that yet. <sighs> Thank God for small favors, you know. But anywho, like I said, we have breaking news. And that breaking news is the fact that one of the most highly anticipated animes that we have seen in the last couple of years has been announced for a second season. And I wish it was Penny and Psycho Garter Belt, but it's not. Attack on Titan Season 2 has been pretty much greenlit for Season 2. Woo! Hooray! Because the well, Ari, you didn't finish the series, did you? I saw the first season of the anime. Okay, I finished it the, a couple days ago on uh, Hulu. Yeah, because let's just say something like that—you can't leave it hanging like that. And as Katsuhiko Janai says on our Facebook page, anime's worst kept secret. Actually, no, anime's worst kept secret. Well worst kept secret that turned out to be false was that Funimation was sitting on the rights to Sailor Moon for years. Ah, uh, what could have been? Vic Mignona as Tuxedo Common. <laughs> uh, maybe it's uh. not always good. Maybe it's still road less traveled for a reason. Uh, yeah. See, this happened at Annie Magic 2014, a convention in Bonn, Germany. Which is kind of surprising when I first heard Annie Magic. I'm like, that's a con out in California. Oh, well, you know. So pretty much they said from the Q&A that um, there will be a second season to be announced. That's all that we know. Hopefully it won't be bogged down with filler like Naruto and One Piece or Inuyasha. Don't jinx it. No, no, are you kidding me? I mean... Where it is in the manga, you you have at least two seasons right there, at least. I haven't read any of the manga. Sorry. The manga is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It is really good. Because as as it says here that the second season is currently in pre-production, so most likely if we see it, we're probably looking at spring or summer of 2015. So I'm kind of happy to. I'm kind of happy about that. And as Nemesis Forty Seven says, more giant naked cannibals to kill. And Ari follows up with, "I love killing giant naked cannibals." 
Fair enough. Just wanted to picture him looking at my response and going, on his end. And let's go. Alright, alright, okay. Now that we got that out of our system, Ari, you can go ahead and talk about this because you were the one that wanted to talk about this dude at Comic Con. Oh, yeah, with all the shit that's been going on about Comic Con, I just wanted to find something that was at least a little bit sunny or pleasant. Mm hmm. What I got was a man does shrooms at Comic Con and texts his experience to his girlfriend. Unfortunately for him, and fortunately for the internet, the man pretty much had an existential crisis. Mm. God damn it. Like, what? Our fucking weekend was a mistake. Shroom's talking, but yes. Wait, what were you saying, Avalon? No, I was just saying, God damn it, to the choice of song. She she caught the inside joke. (laughs) It's a stupid fuck. People here physically suffering on an anatomical level just to stand in line being harassed by just some fucking person in a dingy rabbit costume all for a fucking t-shirt you won't even remember getting by October. Wow. Or maybe you will. The value of the shirt is only meaningful because of all the pain and the, just to fucking get it. And it's like a t-shirt of poop. So it just goes on and on like this. It's, uh, like, it's like as my, if my the dude's fa- hallucinating. He's like, am I really seeing what I think I've seen? My favorite line from this is he goes, literally everyone has responded to me telling them I'm doing shrooms at Comic-Con with the same reaction they would give someone selling bagels in the Gaza Strip. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I like, can't. I can't. Like, Black Jesus is here giving a speech. Until also- a fluid drove for some stupid 24-themed booth and crashed into the for Palestinian solidarity. This is how I know God doesn't exist. Because if he just willed it into existence, it's gotta be this many colors all the time. Just so you know, I will be yeah. cos- I will be cosplaying Black Jesus. <laughs> and I will be walking around with a couple of 40s asking people to break bread. <laughs> God. I should do this every year. That is, take shrooms and swan dive into a nightmare with an impressive boner. With a boner would make Adam blush, and keep in mind he was the first human to experience a boner. <laughs> you know, you know what this is? I don't. I think. Okay, we're gonna go on a slight tangent here, as if we normally don't. I think uh-huh. Avalon can attest to this part. You know, when you're there with your boy, and you and you and you and you're talking and you're smoking the sticky green. Uh, you just start getting philosophical about random shit. Oh, yeah. I, I do that when I'm drunk, too. Yes. So you understand. That's what this dude was doing. If you look at he was trying to get philosophical about, about shit that was going on. At Comic-Con. Yes. Comic-Con conventions is the last place you want to try common sense, logic, and philosophy. Because somebody will argue you on any of those at any given time. Here's another good one. A man has become comfortable with yelling his feelings into the face of a stranger. It's the world we want, but we'll never be able to secure it for our children's future. Maybe I didn't actually see that. <sighs> but, in a way, this kind of reminds me when I went to Zenkai Con. On that Thursday night, I was heading downstairs, you know, because I'm friends with, half the sta- with some of the staffers. I figured, you know, go hang out and chill. 
This girl just runs by me in tears. Dude just comes flying by. I, I, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I, I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, neurotic as fuck. Dude comes flying around the corner, and they're just arguing up about shit right in the stairwell. I'm like, you would think that's kind of normal for a convention, but I'm like, does this shit make any sense to me right now? No, it does not. <laughs> and I come to realize, yeah, I'm running on like f- about four and a half hours of sleep that day. So, Portillo saw an EMT go by and said, I wonder if anyone got hurt. Everyone in attendance got hurt. That's why they're here. Avalon, <laughs> I assume you, um, you, you've seen this. This guy who uh, went you, to Comic-Con? Yeah, you read this article. I'm just saying. I, to be honest, I can sympathize with this trip, and I'll tell you why. Um, kind of playing into the song and the uh, and the story. I have, uh, I was, I once smoked a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. And uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and I was with my ex. Uh, my ex used to live in Chinatown while he was attending NYU. So one day we decide, okay, we're completely stoned. We're gonna go out. We're gonna get noodles. So oh, we go out. You bought all the noodles, didn't you? No, that's not how the story ends. We uh, we couldn't end up finding the noodle place, not because we didn't know where it was, because we had been there so many times. Like I could find it blind. Mm. It was more just we were in the midst of a loud, noisy, chaotic Chinese festival, and we were just—it was like apocalyptic, apocalypse now. It was ridiculous. Hmm. I've only barely. I've only walked around a couple of conventions while drunk. Not much. Like, never mind. Stoned or uh, tripping balls. I've done it stoned at a Manga Next one year. And if we go to the chat room at liveonnetwork.com, Nemesis Forty Seven says weed smell was pretty much normal at Denver Comic Con. Well, I'm not surprised. See how every 100 feet there's a mini bar, and the fact that there is a full bar in the dealer's room. Yeah, maybe, maybe I I'll... should try doing a convention high as a fucking kite. <laughs> I Avalon... would recommend it. Avalon, you coming, right? <laughs> What's one who plays it? In Denver. <laughs> oh, <hell> yeah. <laughs> well, they do have chocolate. They do, they do have this thing about mixing the herb with chocolates and candies. Yeah, actually, no. I, um, I went to Anthrocon, and I was kind of uh, really... Really high. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. That was recent. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand that if you if you token up and you're in that fursuit, that's one hell of a contact high. I'm just saying. Oh no, I would not wish that on anybody because one, claustrophobia. Two, if you're not well ventilated enough in the suit, you could more easily pass out from a heat stroke. Ah, point taken. All right. <laughs> and Jay Green goes, Mile high motherfucker. Oh. Just so you know, people, we are responsible adults. We do not. I'm not. Shut up. <laughs> we... Stop making us look bad. Yeah. I do enough of that already. We do not condone or recommend doing this, but if you do, for the love of God, be responsible. 
or to the very least have people with cameras following you so you can document what the the exact point where you fucked up. Mm. Fair enough. Uh, let's see, let's move on right along. Um, and I said, and just so you know, all the outlets are talking about SDCC and the events that happened. We're not going to talk about it on the show tonight. We may bring it up in a couple of weeks after we discuss Otakon and other things. Um, investigative reporter Coy is working on a story. It's going to pretty much bring everything together that's going to make the most amount of sense compared to the other sites you've been hearing shit from. Once that pops up, we'll let you know. You'll read it. Make your own decisions. Alright. Um, Avalon, I think this next story probably hit, kind of hits close to you, so you want to take it? Al? Uh, Ghibli. Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me open it. Do why can I find it? I did send you the I did send you the link. Oh there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Found it. Alright. Okay. Sure everybody's heard it heard about it already, but Studio Ghibli considers house cleaning has not yet closed. So all of you guys who have been seeing this shit on Facebook saying, oh no, it's going to close, just listen. The rumors of Studio Ghibli's demise have been flying for a couple years and intensified when co-founder Hayao Miyazaki announced his retirement from directing feature films. And while the Ghibli documentary The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness hasn't been officially released in the U.S., one sequence from the film has been floating around over the past week. In that sequence, Miyazaki says the feature is clear. It's going to fall apart. I can already feel it. But has Studio Ghibli closed already? Nope. There. Guys, it hasn't closed. Calm it. Down. Please. No matter what a badly translated quote said, as it did the internet rounds on Sunday, the studio is still moving forward. Precisely how it will move forward is the question. Ghibli co-founder and current general manager Toshio Suzuki has appeared on Japanese television program Jonatsu Tairiku on Sunday to talk about what the studio may do in the wake of Miyazaki's retirement. While he said that one option would be to shut down the production department, the takeaway that is that Studio Ghibli is looking into house cleaning or restructuring as it prepares for the future. Suzuki also retired from producing earlier this year, which is taken as further sign that Ghibli's active efforts in production might cease. Suzuki also said, oh, what to do with Studio Ghibli's future? It is by no means impossible to keep producing movies forever, which is reasonable if you really think about it. It sounds like the studio might take a break from production while principals figure out what the path forward will be, but the studio is not closed. There could be a variety of options moving forward, which range from keeping small production units at the studio to finding and mentoring new talent, but we'll see what happens as the year goes on. Kotaku has some good direction, uh, good direct translations of the screen caps that accompanied the initial rumor. The site also makes a point that had kept me dubious all day. No major Japanese outlet has run a Studio Ghibli closes story. Leave it to friggin' social media in America to blow this completely out of the fucking water. Speaking of the crap that happened at SDCC, social media blowing shit out the water. Moving right along. <laughs> When Marnie was there, released in Japan last month, is likely to hit the U.S. next year. And it is the most recent feature film from Studio Ghibli. So you guys have that to look forward to. But, uh, yeah, 
it's kind of it proves to you that when it comes to our country we all have a very like what i like to call hive mind panic which is nobody chicken reads little -esque. huh mm -hmm. like chicken little-esque Oh my god, yes. If one person thinks the sky is falling, sooner or later everyone is going to be trying to, like, take cover. It's really ridiculous. I saw someone post on Facebook a mock-up of the uh, Studio Ghibli title card they see in movies. Yeah. You know how it's got Totoro and, like, the, in blue? Yeah. Oh, instead of Studio Ghibli, it said, calm the fuck down. Yes. And also, I've been seeing people clamoring for, Disney, please buy Ghibli. Please buy Ghibli, please. I don't know if I want to see that, but then again, we could get the Studio Ghibli Museum at Disneyland and Disney World. I mean, I don't know. Oh, God. That'd be amazing. Mm. An actual Totoro bus take you around the park? Oh, I'd love yes. that. I mean, well, fuck, there we got Star Wars. What's one more? And you do realize, if by some odd fate that Disney announces they're going to acquire Studio Ghibli... You do realize people are going to be demanding for Totoro and Kingdom Hearts 3. I think people have been demanding that now. Yeah, well, people are already clamoring for Marvel and, and Kingdom Hearts 3. And here I am sitting here like a chump asking for Chrono Trigger in Kingdom Hearts 3. And people look at me like I'm the asshole. But that's an alternate universe, you know? I mean... I think we sooner see Dragon Quest uh, show up before uh, Chrono Trigger. But it's a Square. But uh, yeah. Chrono Trigger is made by Square. True. Yeah, it was Square. Yeah. Yeah. But from what I hear, the dude wants to bring as much in as he can as possible. But then again, that wouldn't surprise me if you saw his artwork design of, of the Play Arts uh, Batman he did. Lots of belt buckles everywhere? No, dude looks borderline demonic. Think uh, Arkham Asylum Batman meets Devil Man. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Moving right along. Again, more interesting news that happened to show up as we uh, as we came as we come rolling through here. Um, why is this not doing? Eh, you know, I'll just drop this in here again. Fuck it, I don't care. Perfect. I happened to see this when I was coming home. I was coming home from somewhere, and I jumped on my computer just to verify this. Digimon Adventure Anime returns next spring in high school sequel. The Digimon Adventure 15th anniversary event announced on Friday that characters from Digimon Adventure 0102 are returning next spring. There is a video clip that shows at the end that describes that the main character, Taichi, or known, I think he was known in the U.S. as TK, at 17 years old and arguing, not arguing, with his uh, Digimon, Agumon. It's supposed to be a brand new story about the Digidestin. I am very hyped about that. I'm a little skeptical because they announced it as everyone being high school age and in high school and I think oh my god there are so many terrible high school AU fanfics out there that touched on this very subject I'm like oh god oh just wait till Nintendo announces um, Pokemon all grown up <sighs> you know it's going to happen I can write a better story than that yeah 
But also they announced the 15th anniversary Blu-ray box set, which contains all 54 episodes of Digimon Adventure Zero One. And it'll come with a special drama CD, and all this will be will be announced on March 3rd, and will be ready for shipping, uh, I believe, January 9th. Uh, let me see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all and the movies will be on Blu-ray as well. Because I remember Digimon the movie. They took three separate movies and just hacked and pieced it all into one feature film. So it was like Robotech. Yeah. Uh, and I think, and uh, hopefully, uh, Wada Koji, who said the opening theme, Butterfly, hope. Hopefully he'll come back to sing the opening theme. Hopefully it'll be Butterfly, or they'll do what they did with Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon Crystal and Ranma One Half. Brand new opening or ending uh, song tracks. And Act Def says, "I want a new Digimon Tamers. Please, thanks, bye." No, sir, you get nothing of the sort. You will get Digimon Adventure 03, and you will like it, sir. Not a fan of Tamers? I love Tamers, but it's all about Digimon Adventure. That's what I'm saying. And as Nemesis 47 says, Ash at 18, anyone? How about Misty at 18? I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and to you, active hearts. <laughs> oh, man. Alright, moving right <coughs> along. <sighs> Ari, it's all you. Okay, they t- cast the cast for, announced for the live action Attack on Titan films. Mm uh-huh. hmm. Now let me scroll down here. Come on, stupid thing! Don't freeze up. On- there we go. Wait, 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 wait! Hold it, hold it. Act up. Fuck Misty. I want to see May at eighteen. Okay, I, 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 I can agree. I can, I can agree with that. Um, yes, with tits bigger than her head, or as big. Hi yo. Hmm. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm going to hell someday. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Bitch, I'm going to be driving that bus to hell. <laughs> <laughs> driving? No, we're getting, we're going to be in a limousine. We're getting a um, full-blown escort to hell, okay? We're getting a chauffeur. Shit. <laughs> Four horsemen style, ironically yep. enough. Mm-hmm. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. Much earlier in the year, fans of a certain series featuring titans of varying size were treated to a glimpse of how terrifying these creatures would be in real life, along with how safe they would be of driving a super forester. <laughs> Since, in addition to the Takasatu effects, Guru Shin- Shinji Higuchi, the man behind the advertisement, Yusuke Watanabe and Tomohiro Machiyama have been announced as scriptwriters. Said script will be supervised by manga creator himself, Hajime Ichiyama, which is said to have have in mind a new story, fighting <clears throat> frightening new enemies and perhaps more importantly, new characters. The cast announced so far is uh, Haruma Miyuma, Hikoki Asagawa from a 
Jellyfish Princess, why don't you play in hell? Hiko Mizuhara, Kanata Hongo, Takahiro Miura, Nanami Sakuraba, Satoru Masuda, Satomi Ishihara, Pierre Taki, Jun Kunimiya, Shu Watanabe, Ayame Misake, Misaki, and Rina Takeda. Unfortunately, I don't say what uh, what roles being played by who. Interesting. But how will the story turn out? You know, we, we, we the concern is whether or not the characters will be as beloved as the uh, main manga and anime cast. Well, I mean, given how Japan's been cranking out these anime live-action movies lately, I mean, look at what they did to Kenshin. I mean, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I'm all for this. This is actually goes perfect with like the fact that there's going to be a season two. It's like Titan Overdrive. Oh god! But then do you know what that means? What? what? Attack on Titan is going to be like the Deadpool of all conventions for years on end. I, 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 I can the... do you one better. Hmm? I saw Deadpool as a member of the Cadet Corps. Attack on the fourth wall. Uh, and I'm not surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah, the crossovers, I mean... I mean, we've seen uh, someone do rarity in the style of Attack on Titan. I mean... I saw that. That was fantastic. Yes, it was. And the fan art. I mean, you have a, you have Attack on Senshi. Attack... I mean, does he actually Attack on Sesame Street if you look for it? <laughs> but, uh... I mean, and it shows uh, Grover with the helmet, like, staring up at, at the wall, and it's Cookie Monster. I think that's fair, at least, you know? Yeah, it uh, lends itself to uh, reinterpreting and shit like that. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah it, it looks like it'll be fun. I'm all, like I said, I am definitely all for it. Now, speaking of uh, mm -hmm. Attack on Titan, yeah, I was talking about the new, uh, the other news we have for okay. it. I thought you were gonna, uh, no, no, that no. was the second one. No, because last one. article we're gonna, we're gonna do like a whole round robin thing because it's something that I like. Okay. Yeah. So talk about the uh, yeah, go for it, man. other. There's a uh, two uh, Attack on Titan fil films confirmed. This is a different <clears throat> super t vision of uh, the creator. The story will be based on the world and the characters in the manga, while incorporating new characters and new formidable enemies. <clears throat> Yusuke Watanabe is writing the script. Film critic Tomohiro Machiyama, <clears throat> who was also friends with Ishiyama, is working on a script together with the two of them. Ishiyama. Ma Manga depicts the battle between humans and the giants who now rule the world outside of humans' walled enclaves. Mm. So, uh, okay, it's a uh, inspired four spin-off manga and a 25 episode anime, which aired last year. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Pardon me. No problem. 
Ganesha Comics is publishing Ichiyama's original manga in North America. The company is also releasing three of the four spin-off manga and the Attack on Titan guidebooks Inside and Outside. Vertical is publishing the Attack on Titan light novel series, which is Attack on Titan Before the Fall. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're going to be seeing a lot more Attack on Titan in the future. But we already knew that then. Yeah, and I... As long as it doesn't go too crazy, too over over obsessive, you know. Mhm. I wouldn't worry until someone starts trying to put together their own 3D movement gear. Uh, I know people who have already started doing that. So. Welcome to Jackass. <laughs> Hi, I'm Aaron Yeager, and this is Jackass. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on BogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Grape. <laughs> oh, God. Redo the... Ja- Titan Jackass mashup? Yeah. Just picture the opening... Just picture them flying around their 3D maneuver gear, getting beaten up and eaten up by Titans as the theme from Jackass is playing in the background. You're welcome. Hey, I, I, if they make another AMV healthy compilation, that's what I think I'm going to do. Get people devoured and Attack on Titan set to the theme of Jackass. <laughs> because yeah. my sense of humor is as black as the Ace of Spades. I think that's most, if not all of us. And as ActDef says, Jackass on Titan. I'm, I go to get I might, I might get so much this. hate mail for that. Are you kidding me? We don't even get mail at all. Mm. I, I, in a way, I think that's a good thing. In a way. <clears throat> so, what's next? Um, music anime mashups. So, AMVs. No, no, no. Music anime mashups. You know, when I do the pre-shows, I... You sometimes hear like that mashup, like with Fresh Prince and Neon Genesis Evangelion, or something like that. Oh, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, a couple of ones that y'all want to hang me from a tree for because they're that bad or that fucked up or that twisted. Not dignifying that. It's quite all right. It's quite all right because over in the corner, Avalon is sharpening her shank. <laughs> shank. Okay. See. <laughs> Okay. It's also shiv, but, uh, <laughs> you know what I meant. You know yeah. what you meant. So, on this site, uh, Project Otaku, the art, the artist, I mean, the author, talks about, uh, anime themes and rap mashups. And he's kind of picked out a few of them. I think he picked out a total of seven. And I've actually heard a few of these. And I've actually played a few of these. And I do have most of these on my computer somewhere. And I have listened to them on a regular basis. And as he says, you know... His friend posted a remix of DJ Khalid's I Am One with Angel Beats, My Soul, Your Beats. He was like, they already took a good anime theme and butchered it. You see, a lot of vastly different songs have similar rhythms if you got a good ear for noticing that. DJs at parties are aware that how they mix tracks together seamlessly. But that doesn't mean all tracks should be mixed. Let's establish this as a rule right now. No one fucks up my soul, your beats. But here's some other mashups that he does approve of because they're badass. 
All right, let me uh, change the audio output so we are good and perfect. And we'll start with this one here. Um, poolside Identity, uh, which is mixed from Chunyubo, I forget the full se title of the series, to uh, Kendrick Lamar. And this is not, this isn't that bad. Let me skip it up a little bit. It's not bad. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Alright, um... Avalon, go ahead, you can go ahead and take the next one, because this is something Jay Green's been begging me to play on the pre-show. <laughs> The next video? Yeah. Lucky Star and Lil Jon featuring Rihanna. Give it all your Sailor Fuku. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty good. It is, though. <laughs> oh my god! What the shit? It really isn't that I like it, but the main reason it gets a little dirty halfway through the song, which is why I really can't play it on the pre-show. A little bit of cursing isn't bad. But when you get to Little Dirty, no, because this is Little John after all. Yep. And what I like is the fact that if you look at some of these songs, like the image for it is the characters together, or if you really want to fuck with people's heads, you'll Photoshop the singer and in, into it, like as one of the characters, as you can see for the uh, Lucky Lucky Star uh, Little John one. Ah. <laughs> uh. Number three, Kanye West and Hari Suzumi. It's going to it's going to touch the sky, right? I haven't even heard this one. I love the look on Hari's face in the preview of it. It's just getting real tired of your shit, Con Kanye. Look, everybody's tired of this shit. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die. You see, you know what my thing is? I like it when they mix the ink, like the actual both songs together. So you hear like the rap and the Japanese song back and forth, not the entire Amer English lyrics with the Japanese music in the background, like a remix like that. I like more mashups per se. <clears throat> Ooh, number four. I think that one goes to Avalon. Okay, number four is da da da, -da Jay Z Sleigh Bells entitled da da da, -da Off Your Shoulders, Kids. Right, let's see what we got. Oh my god, it's not bad. It's pretty well. I like that. Oh, 
I can get behind this mix. There is this album I gotta send y'all. It's called it's called Chrono Jigger. It's pretty much all the Chrono, most of the Chrono Trigger tracks remixed to Jay Z. It's actually pretty good. <clears throat> oh my god! What the hell am I looking at for this? <laughs> you do realize that fucks with people when you put Barkley in like that. That always fucks with people. Bar- Barkley is it's bad enough, but the fact that he's paying up to look like a sundere, <laughs> it's just like you like it's not like you're terrible or anything. It's not like I wanted to land that free throw or anything, Baka. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! All right, let's let's sample this clip. It's quite gone. Huh? Uh, go on, what is it? <laughs> Quad City DJs are in Arima, so you know it's going to be Welcome to the Jam. Reno Barkley Moto Gakona Ni Balan Wakiganai. Oh, God. Made Avalon's night. <laughs> well, it's a welcome to the jam mashup, so you, mm. you know what you're getting. Any you don't have what you're getting. Any mashups make me happy. Oh my god, I don't even know. Need to know the other source of what the mashup is, where it's from. It just, oh my god, they make me so fucking happy. Well, this one. How I think... long before we see a Attack on Titan? Welcome to the jam mashup. Well, before we get. To there, this next one that the author threw in is a bonus. I know this is something right up Avalon's alley since she loves herself some uh, Gurren Lagan. Yay! <laughs> oh, oh god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> and as Act Jeff says. What hasn't been mushed up with Space Jam? Okay. Number six. Kanye West and Kayon. Diamonds are forever. Oh no. <laughs> wow. Oh no. It's Kayonye West. Oh god. As the girls from Kayon? Yeah. Not 
Okay. That sounds like dark and dramatic and shit like that. I actually kind of like it. And as Act Def says, don't believe in a jam that believes in you. Believe in the you that believes in the jam. God damn it, Act Def, you're grounded. <laughs> oh. Hold on, I'm going into the chat. Uh-oh. Grounded. You... Avalon, you have to throw a chancla at him. You have to. I would, but it's all the way on the other side of the room, and this puta is lazy. (laughs) Wow. And I believe the last one is all yours. The last one's mine? Okay. Yep. What? (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. Clannad and Busta Rhymes. Yep. Dongo, my nigga. <laughs> Just play it, please. I am. enough I think she's gonna kill us you know what I just pictured what you know all the little dongo things from the uh like the animated uh video yeah all of them have like do rags or caps turned backwards and swag shades (laughs) oh god well if it if it's that much consideration, I do have a Naruto Sand Village do-rag in my closet. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I got that down in Chinatown years ago. Why am I not surprised? You shouldn't be. But to answer your question... I meant because it was Chinatown. Yes, and to answer your question, Ari... <laughs> If you watch the video, it shows the Titan, the Titan's face turns, it turns into Barkley, and he's smiling. Oh, God, I got a pain in my side from laughing. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, not all, not, I, I'll say, not all of the mashups are that bad. I mean, then again, I have a folder just of Quad City mashups. Uh, it's... Yeah. I still got the image in my head of Charles Barkley dunking on the Colossal Titan. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I have played, um, like, the Fresh Prince, uh, Ava one. That one isn't bad. Uh, let's see if I can find this. This one is actually a favorite of Mako's right here.
What's it mashed up with? Um, Showbiz. Oh. You'll hear the oh, lyrics cool. come up right about here. Oh my god, Chobits? Yeah, Chobits. Surprisingly fitting. And actually, this one is one of my personal favorites cause, because it's one of my favorite songs, uh, New Radicals, You Get What You Give. Good song. Mm -hmm. I'd have to admit, You Get What You Give has been like my theme song for years, so I, so it has like a bit of a sentimental value to it, which is why I really enjoy that mashup. Mm. Avalon, I'm probably going to put all these mashups in a Dropbox and send you a link and be like, here. <laughs> most of them are going to be Attack on Titan, aren't they? Actually, no. Most of them will be Quad City Slam mix-ups. Fine <laughs> by me. It's so, the thing, it's just so popular. But I think this one has to be like one of the best anyone has ever come up with. <laughs> and I think that started the whole Swag Doka revolution with that song. Fight witches get stitches. Thing. Damn right. Alright. Now we're going to go ahead with our. There we go. Open forum topic. Every week we throw out there a op- uh, topic that we want to hear from all of you and your thoughts about it. This week it's a. Uh, Cosplay and street clothes. Sometimes we take a cosplay accessory or an article of clothing and wear it out as part of our ensemble for everyday or workwear. Sometimes we'll do the full cosplay. What cosplay or cosplay accessory did you recently wear out with your normal clothes? I mean, this is an easy question if you do a lot of closet cosplay where you can just pull stuff in back and forth. But if you're doing a lot of special custom like tops and bottoms, not so much. The accessories, I think a lot of times with the accessories, it just shows how um, geekery that, that you really are. And I'm trying to pull up the news because my browser is being a little dumb tarted. Here we go. And we do have some, con- uh, some interesting answers here from uh, Serenity41088. She says, I normally wear my pearl stud earrings, but lately I've been wearing my soon-to-be fiancé's dog tags that he wears as America from Italia. I'm his femme England and also his Aerith. I will wear her pink ribbon sometimes in my hair, too, or brown string necklace. But yeah, my fave has to be the dog tags from Italia. 
Uh, also mentioned she does wear his bow ties, ones that goes with his Doctor Who cosplays. Interesting. From um, Bobby Steele, he goes, In the past, I would wear my Kisuke Urahara hat that I bought at one of the cons at some bowling leagues. Occasionally, St. Patrick's Day. I can see that. The hat is packed in preparation with my move to Oregon. I even showed it off at my former workplace. My former co-workers down in Florida said Uraha's hat looks like a lampshade. Sometimes Uraha's hat can double as, as, as your fishing hat as well. Um, let me see here. I remember this one school that I had gone to. Every Wednesday was called Gold Star W. Since it was also a business school, you had to wear business attire. And if you didn't wear business attire, it would be a write-up and eventually exposure from school. Which I can understand. You know, you try, they try to get you prepped for the business world. So, what I used to do was, I used to wear my uh, Kyosuke Kagami cosplay. And I would wear like a black shirt underneath with a tie. And it looked like I'm wearing like a white suit. There have been times I've actually worn my tuning vest out to hang out with people. You know, that's kind of understandable. But I think it kind of crosses the line if you're going to hang out with people and you got, like, the full cosplay makeup on, and it's like, I'm like, yeah, no. So, Ari, Avalon, have you ever worn, like, cosplay or cosplay accessories out as part of your normal, like, street gear or formal wear? All the time. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think I've ever done that at all. Oh, yeah? It's just never something that comes up. Okay. And I have very few uh, cosplays as it is, so, uh, and, like, even fewer closet cosplays, mm -hmm. so... So you've never, so you never worn like Ash's jacket out as like just to hang out or something like that. Nope. Oh, okay. What about you, Avalon? All the time. All right. I think we probably have a story here. <laughs> well, actually, I mean, one, my uh, natural eye color is brown. I can't stand my eye color. So any set of cosplay lenses that I have I'll switch them in every day there's not really a whole lot of days that I walk around with brown eyes anymore I mean it's more so recently because I almost got an eye infection from something really stupid mm -hmm. but so I've had to like kind of rest my eyes but I'll usually wear that or I'll wear my uh, Yoko hair clip in my hair all the time and I used to wear um, my Haruhi uh, headband before that got burnt uh -huh. What else have I done? I've worn my Ryuko um, headband. I've worn um, not just a bunch of different stuff, mostly contact lenses. Hmm. Okay. Now, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. Um, if you have any questions about tonight's episode or anything you want to talk to us about, give us a call at Anime Jam Session. Due to time, we're giving you about two minutes per per call so we can kind of do last stuff and kind of wrap things up and we already have a call on the line you're live on Anime Jam Session who are we on the phone with? Candy Jam Hey Candy Jam Hello. Hi everyone I kind of forgot to tune in I was on a walk but I decided to call in and say everybody's awesome Thank you Thank you, Thank you. I'm sorry Thank you Can you hear us? 
Yeah, I can okay. hear you. I think it's just my fan. Hang on. Okay. There we go. That should probably help. Can you yeah. hear me better? We can hear you really good. Sorry, I ha I, I'm in the basement in Pennsylvania, and it's very hot in here, so I have, like, a fan. Alright, we got you. Trust me, my air conditioner is, like, right underneath the monitor, and it's, like, maybe about a foot and a half away from my microphone, so I'm always worried, like, it's going to get picked up or not. <laughs> um, understood, but I just wanted to call and say everybody's awesome, and keep doing what you guys do. Alright, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Alright. Bye. Bye. That's pretty cool. I like calls like that. Mm -hmm. the, 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 it makes me feel important. We are all important. We're pretty you are? We all are. We're also pretty boss as well, so, you know. And we have yet another call on the Skype line. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Oh, hey, guys. It's uh, Nemesis47. How y'all doing today? Hello. Uh, hey, we're, we're doing good. Cool, cool, cool. What's up? Not much. We keep hearing that you're. Oh, sorry about that. Um, I'm so, so sorry about that. I was just calling you guys again. Um, yeah. anyway, so I'm just calling. calling, calling wait, we're hearing that. Um, wait, can, can, nemesis, uh, nemesis, to nemesis. nemesis wait, bro, 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 from bro, 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 Relax. There's a lot of static coming out on your end. A lot of static. We cannot hear you with the static in the background, man. We can't hear you. We cannot. All right, hold. There we go. We just lost him. Pretty much, uh, Nemesis, if you can hear us, we cannot hear you. You sound like you're coming from a wind tunnel. Let's try that again. I said this again. <laughs> yes. There was... It, it started going... It sounded like you were in a wind tunnel. We couldn't hear you. Oh, my, 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 my apologies, guys. No problem. So, we keep hearing that um, you had something to say. Just remember, you have two minutes. Okay, first off, um, the reason why I wasn't, uh, didn't listen last week is last week I was at... Ohio was set with my girlfriend joining fourteen eighty or Sarah. Cool, cool. We had, we, had, we had a great weekend, and pretty much we, we, we both of us exchanged our promise rings and stuff. That's good. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep, and the news is news is simple. Simply put, um, I, I'm actually going to be coming back to see her uh, next uh, uh, this, this this upcoming New Year's Eve and everything. The week of. Mm -hmm. And the big news is. Uh, me, um, I actually, I actually decided to actually take the next step in the relationship, and wait, we've wait, we've been uh, around the time that's when we're gonna be dating for a good year, and I'm taking the next step, and me and her are gonna finally gonna get engaged. Well, New Year's Eve. that's pretty boss. Congratulations! Congrats, man. Good for you. I think, I think, thanks, guys. Oh, and by the way, uh, two K fifteen. Anybody? I haven't gotten to it yet. We haven't gotten to that. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Yep, and anyways, the Glass Econ was a fun convention. It was pretty small, but most most of the time, me and, me, me and Sarah pretty much hanging out during the con. It was a pretty, it was pretty fun going to Glass Econ seeing uh, another, another, another state. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I'm glad you had a great time. So, you know what? Why don't you pop onto the fan page and, like, kind of give us, like, a nice, like, type of a good review. So, give us a reason to come out there and check it out. Hey man, hey there, and 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 the cost is my two minutes is almost up. Then yeah, you kind of have like ten seconds left. 
Okay, guys. Okay, then, guys. Listening on this next week, then. Hopefully, my thing will be better then. You got it, bro. Alright, then. Talk to you guys. Bye. Bye. Well, look at that. I guess you could say through Anime Jam Session, we got a couple together. I mean, if it worked for OLR, it definitely worked for us. Mm-hmm. All right, and I think that's it for calls because it looks like he's kind of dying down. And we're going to go ahead and talk about some real crazy cracked out news from Japan. Oh, God. Oh, you should have heard the shit you missed last week. It was quite wild. <laughs> One thing for sure, don't always call Mako-chan's bluff. Oh, I know I know I'm not dumb enough to do that, but then again, like she would never do anything to me because she and I are kind of on the same level. Yeah, which is probably why <laughs> looking at some of these articles, I'm like, yeah, Avalon would pull this shit. She would <laughs> put put her in charge of this for a week for one week to see what happens. What the hell did you find? <sighs> Alright. Alright, you wanna go ahead and take the first one? Uh sure, just one second. No problem. Wait, wait for it to load. Are oh, you having that problem too? Well, then my uh computer's old and busted, so mm. especially with uh <clears throat> exploring things on the internet, it uh tends to shit the bed. I know that feeling. Yeah, so a girl beheaded her friend and said she wanted to know what killing someone felt like. Uh, what? That's what I'm getting from the headline here, but yeah. the rest of it's not fucking responding. Do you want me to take over real quick? Please. All right. And Sasebo, a 16-year-old high school girl, was arrested on Sunday for the grisly murder of her 15-year-old classmate. She told police that she wanted to see what it was like to kill someone. Evidently, she didn't want a simulator. She wanted the real deal. There's that phrase, murder simulator, again. Uh, what about Grand Theft Auto? Oh. Yeah. Pretty much, uh... The suspect was sent to the prosecutors as police, educators, and psychologists tried to understand why she did it. School officials say that the two girls... Let's see. Officials at the school that the two girls attended to, everyone was shocked about what had happened. It was like, it was all fine and dandy. Why would it, you know? It seems the police suspected that her, the two, went shopping on Saturday, and when they returned to the apartment, um, the girl killed the other one. Uh, she struck the, the girl on the back of the head at least ten times with a hammer. Good God. Strangled her with a cord. And then hacked her head off with a saw. Did she owe this woman money to the mob? What the <laughs> fuck? She owed her about tree fitting. And the left hand was also severed. Because, of course. Alright, now I'm back up. I guess... I was, uh, I was using my phone to uh, fill in. Yes. And as ActF says, I shot a man in Reno just to see him die. A man in Reno. Ugh. At around 11, Matsuo's parents contacted police after the daughter failed to return home. She had told him earlier that she was going to leave for her friend's place and texted him about 7pm to say she was leaving for home. 
Police found Matsubo's body early Sunday morning lying on the suspect's bed. Well, that's the end of those bed sheets. Mm. And the, the fact of the matter is, this teenager took pictures and posted it on 2Channel. And she said she admitted to the crime, but has given no motive for the attack. Somebody's going to be going to have psychiatric help for the rest of their life. The fuck is the matter with these people? And it's weird because when you really think about it, the thing that kind of distinguishes people between like psychopathy and sociopathy versus like regular humans is that people who have psycho and sociopathy aren't able to kind of like, you know, put two and two together and realize that it's not emotionally like it's emotionally taxing to be able to take a human life comfortably, I guess. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Understandable, you know, I can see that. <sighs> I mean, I... I would have all... I, like I said, I would have sooner assumed it's just the end results of, like, rivalry or some crazy shit, but... Again... My idea was more realistic. Yeah, I, 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 I got nothing. I really can't say about this, so... Moving right along, um... Avalon, why don't you take the next one? Sure. Okay. Osaka police admit hiding 81,000 crimes to clean up image. Uh, what? 81,000. Three zeros. Osaka police have admitted they did not report more than 81,000 offenses over a period of several years in a desperate bid to clean up the region's woeful reputation of street crime. Looks like Detroit has some competition. <laughs> The revelation came when embarrassed authorities said they had kept the data out of national crime statistics between 2008 and 2012. The deception, which amounted to nearly 10% of all crimes in the area during that period, meant that Tokyo appeared to have the worst national crime figures. The vast majority of covered-up crimes were for theft, including tens of thousands of stolen vehicle and bicycle cases, but hundreds of more serious offenses such as muggings and even murder have, may have been omitted from the official crime data. The force's top brass denied that he had ordered underlings to hide the data, and nearly 100 officers were reprimanded over the deception. But lower-ranking officials have told major media that authorities were under heavy pressure from a popular regional politician, oh, there we go, mm. to change the city's image as a hotbed of criminality. Internationally, Japan has one of the lowest crime rates in the world, but among ordinary Japanese, Osaka has long been seen as more dangerous than other major urban centers. The commercial hub tends to live in the shadow of the bigger, more cosmopolitan Tokyo. The hidden crimes were committed inside the city of Osaka, which has a population of 2.7 million in surrounding communities. The area had the dubious distinction of being Japan's most crime-ridden for the decade leading up to 2009. Uh, wow. And people complain about the blue wall of silence here in New York City. Yeah, damn. This is 81,000. That's a ridiculous number. NYPD can knock it out in like three months tops. <laughs> and as Nemesis 47 says, Robocop Osaka edition, anyone? Dungeon Buster. What's that crime file cabinet? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> God. And I think this is one is like the more the more 
insane uh, of the three articles. Hanahana are the most ex are the most elegant and expensive sparklers ever made. What the fuck? Sparklers? Those yeah. things are cheap as fuck. I know. Walking through the fireworks rack at a store, you can see various dis displays of, of sparklers there. Uh, given the nature of the product, it seems reasonable marketing course to take. However, surely these are among us who enjoy burning things up in a more, I guess, classic way, more demure. Perhaps with some Polonaise in an A-flat major playing in the background sipping on a glass of Brunello. What the fuck? For 10,000 yen, you get an exquisite pack of sparklers handcrafted from all natural and all domestic materials. Why does it sound like something hipsters would try in this in this country? No, because this it would be something hipsters would try in this country. I date it when I know. Especially in uh, Brooklyn or Bushwick. Williamsburg! It's bad enough. They got flowers growing in the beards. I don't ask. I thought that that was just because they don't wash their beards. I don't know. Probably both. I have not been down there. Um, I have been meaning to go down there and be like, just these for myself, because that end is an awesome shawarma place around the block from where I get off there in Williamsburg. I put uh, a link in the chat about yeah. how people in America do fireworks so uh that's my little counterpoint to this it's pretty much these handcrafted uh, little I guess holders for the, for the sparklers and at that price it's like you know why would you want to light these you just have them out on display to show that you have them pretty much uh. it's like taking an action figure and putting it on your shelf and never opening it out of its uh, packaging well there's nothing wrong with that my Sailor Moon SH figure arts is still in the box. Mine is cocooned in bubble wrap and in a cardboard box awaiting transport. Well, my Venus one is out, but I do plan on getting a second one. Hmm. And keeping that in the box. And it's probably more for posterity's sake, if anything, you know? Anywho, let's go ahead and take a final break. And wrap things up. How does that sound? Fine by me. All right. We'll be back.
So, Avalon, are we off the hook now? Yeah, I think I'll let you guys slide. Woohoo! Okay. Oh, man. We didn't go that far off track. No. You no. guys act like I'm some type of slave driver, Jesus. We don't know what you're into. Exactly. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> are you so? Are you pleading the fifth? One, two, three, four, fifth. Oh God. Yeah, I was just in the chat. I was just having a chat with my sis, Lady Ava, and she has an awesome Fluttershy cosplay available for sale. Check it out. It's an awesome dress, and it can be converted into gala form. So. It's on my uh, Facebook page at that G G Ron Miss guy. So check it out and tell Ron to send you. Overall, we I think we did a really good job tonight with the podcast. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same. Uh, let's see, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. The intern will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We are f we do this for free. We do this for the fun of it, and we like y'all most of all. Um, if you have any questions or issues about the podcast, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. And you can find our, our official webpage at AnimeJamSession.com. If for some reason you can't access the site for our podcast, we can be found in various places. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio, and also on the Vogue Network. We just ask for five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Let people know how awesome we are or crazy or how crackpot we can be because it's kind of how we do things around here. YouTube. YouTube.com slash TV. I believe I have one more video to edit and I'll have the New York Comic Con videos up and then I'll have AAC and Taki. Then I'm totally completely done with 2013 Then I got to stare down the shotgun double barrel that is the 2014 videos. But they should all be up. Uh, I'm not going to have that much slack. not going to do that. But if you also want to check out our YouTube page and see stuff that we like, or stuff that we do create and upload, you can find me at uh, youtube.com slash djvonmess. Ari is at Ari22682. And Avalon is over at Avalon Cosplay. Twitter. Twitter.com slash session. Follow us here for the latest on our website photos, videos, what conventions we're going to, and other cool stuff that you might want to be in to know about. If you want to follow us individually on, on Twitter, you can find me at twitter.com slash Mass. Ari is at the Ari Man, and Avalon is over at Avalon Cosplay. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We are over 2,800 likes, and I just got to say thank you. We really appreciate you guys liking the page, liking the photos, liking the videos, everything. As long as you continue to like what we post, we're going to add more content. Like, we finally have the Anime Boston uh, 2014 photos up from our resident photographer, Jeffrey. So, I have some more photos coming up. I have uh, Sakura Matsuri 2014 and his photos from Comic-Con Special Edition as well. If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmas or that guy. You can also find Ari at facebook.com slash Ari Rockefeller. And Avalon is at facebook.com slash Avalon Cos. So if you start typing in Avalon Cosplay, it'll pop right up. Swing by, say hi, the water is fine, and the drinks are free. I make the stay pay for them, just like my tolls. Wait, wait, wait. The drinks are free? Um, This ain't UNICEF. 
Who's wait, wait, first things first. The public gets the cheap shit. The cool our close friends get the top shelf stuff, so Yeah, they get yep. the Chris they get the Crystal Castle, we get the uh actual good stuff. Yeah, yeah, we don't yeah, we don't we don't willingly share the Bacardi or the Grey Goose. We don't fuck around when it comes to this sort of thing. <laughs> that reminds me, I was we was drinking at the at the barbecue. We were trying to figure out there was some. That's what it was. I was trying to figure out there was a flavored vodka that we had at um, that we had at Nordicon. I could not remember the name of it because I knew it was in my fridge. And I found and I found out where it is. So, yeah. Uh, anywho, back to Vogue. VOG stands for Voice of Geeks, VOGnetwork.com. We're live on Tuesday starting at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, on course Thursdays at 1. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. If you like Star Trek, you have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast. If you like television, movies, books, pop culture, science fiction, Doctor Who, British programming, you have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Understudation Live. It's four different podcasts with four different points of views on several different topics. And Understudation Live is back from hiatus. So definitely check those guys out. And if you like what we do here at Anime Jam Session, you should check out our friends, uh, Ninja Sister and Lady Ash uh, at uh, Electric Sisterhood. They're on Tuesdays at 8 before us, so listen to them. Then swing on by for our pre-show and we go live. If you like World of Warcraft, MMOs, and online gaming, you got WoW Wednesdays with Girls Gone WoW starting at 12 and Horde House at 10 p.m. I think the guys over at Horde House are playing Final Fantasy XIV. And I'm kind of thinking about picking that up. We'll see. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Um, Sundays. Definitely, it starts at 8 o'clock. Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. It's the corner show of the VOG Network programming. It's video gamer talk, video game lifestyle, video gamers with a voice. If you want to hear what you got to say, if you want to hear independent views on gaming, that's the place you go. And it all starts at 8. Uh, let's see what else is there. I think that's it. Um, so I guess next week, uh, Mako-chan will be back. Um, Ari will be here. Avalon will be here. We'll be talking... Um, Otakon 2014, and we'll be figuring out if my liver is happy I didn't go or not. It, it probably will be. <laughs> uh, most likely, yeah. Uh, let's see. Because I'm still live, got all that good stuff. Let's go around the room. Uh, last words, Ari. I think when I finally get done moving everything, I'm just gonna spend the next 24 hours on my back, just on the in my bed, just looking up at the ceiling, because I'm finally fucking done with it. And then you realize you forgot something, and he just screams, and you scream, "Sweet Jesus!" Just you know, those long, long atomic f bombs. <laughs> God. Um. Avalon, last words. Ah. Uh. For anyone who's going to Otakon, please come and find me. On Friday, I'm going to be in my new Rainbow Dash, which is the first, like, actual convention I'm wearing her to. Next day, on Saturday, I'm going to be doing Nudist Beach Ryuko from Kill a Kill, and then the day after that, I'm going to be Tails. Um, please come and find me, and today, I guess, after this podcast, I'm just going to be in my room just listening to All About That Base by Megan trailer on loop, because I've been doing that for the past two days. She ain't no joke. 
It's my new theme song. It's about girls with booty. Hello. <laughs> I don't know about that now, Avalon. Yeah, I went there. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> I do what I want. Yeah, I, okay, Cartman. <laughs> okay, last words. Um, I have I had to rush eating dinner because I got in so late tonight, but it's okay because it was so good. And I gotta find a place to put this this desktop tower that I found so I don't trip over it in the morning when I wake up for work. I I still hope that you trip so that you can tell me and I laugh at it. Little sociopath. <laughs> this, this, this this bitch right here. Okay, we'll see about that. Alright. And also, if anyone's going to Otakon, please get me pictures of the Sailor Moon shoot. Two of my sisters will be there, and I want to see them. I want to see I want to see how awesome they look in their cosplays, because they ain't fucking around. I think, yeah, that's pretty much is it. Uh, we'll be back here next week. Uh, new episode. We're going to be talking shit, as always. Um... We go last check into the chat room here. Um, Ari and Nemesis Voices says Ari and Ron would talk wrestling on here. Yeah, we t we can, but we can't talk too too much because um, Maka will Maka get Maka bashes her heads in. Yeah, and Avalon will get the shotgun, so we can't have that. Nah, shotgun's too quick. Oh Jesus! Somebody's been watching Dexter. No, I'm just I'm just a sociopath. Mm. Actef, um, wrestling is not banned from Bog. The other fandom is, which is why I get I try to sneak it in on the pre-shows whenever I can. <laughs> okay, I think it's time for us to get out of here. Um, that's it. I'm Ronma. I'm Ari. And I'm Avalon. Great fight, great night. See you next week. See you at Otakon, bitches. See you at Otakon, guys. Awesome. Say goodnight, Avalon. Goodnight, Avalon. She gets it. Yep. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!